Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode, another season of Eagles football. This is the Bird Brains with Ken and Mark. My name's Ken Dunnick. I played tight end for the Philadelphia Eagles and Philadelphia Stars. My longtime podcast partner, Mark Eckel, covered the birds for over 20 years for the Trenton Times and NJ.com. And I want to remind everybody that the Bird Brains with Ken and Mark is sponsored by Jersey Man and Philly Man Magazine, the only men's magazine in the Delaware Valley. If you're a business person and would like to attend one of our private events, please contact me, Ken, at jerseymanmagazine.com, and we'll get you set up. Mark, how are you? How is the offseason? Catch us up, man. It's been a long time. Everything's, you know, the Eagles had it, but I, I didn't have as good an offseason as the I had a very good offseason, but it wasn't as good as the Eagles had. Well, listen, you have, a very, you have a very good life, you know, well, living <laughs> a retired life down well, there in Carolina. So. I the, Eagles, like. the, Eagles, the Eagles are a little spotty than you are, but, uh, yeah, I mean. No, it, they, um, had this, they won it, the offseason. I don't know what that did. means, but, that, well, you know, it has to translate. But they had, they had as good an offseason as any team in the league, if not probably better than any team in the league. And didn't it mystify a little bit? Because you and I go back and forth on Howie Roseman. Mostly it's been negative over the years. You know, when you look at the Jalen Rager trade, who, by the way, was just traded to Minnesota, uh, a move that pretty much happened, uh, had to happen. Andre Dillard, uh, who they traded up for, has been uh, relegated to backup status, and now he's hurt to start the season. So you and I have been critical about Howie and for good reason. I mean, he's blown a couple of, of high draft picks, but this off season, what to me was, was eye opening. And I've got a list of additions that the Eagles have brought on. And, you know, a, a lot of it's draft, a lot of it's how he's doing, but let's go line by line item one okay. by one. And let's start with the defense because I think that's where they made the most noise. Now I've been to Eagles practices a couple of times this um, this off season and uh, their defense should be one of the top defenses in the league. Started out with their first round draft choice from Georgia, defensive tackle Jordan Davis. Mark, when I tell you this guy is a massive human being, I mean he makes Fletcher Cox look small, and if he plays with any motor at all, Jordan Davis is going to be a, a tremendous asset to this Eagles defense. Um, any thoughts on Jordan Davis? Yeah, I mean that was you know that was I I like him I don't I I don't like that as much as as some of the other moves they they made but Jordan I mean I I just heard Seth Joyner or read that Seth Joyner was saying about Jordan Davis he thinks he's too big um, no he <laughs> does never, he thinks, I've never heard that before no no he thinks he's you know because and that was a that was part of the rap against him coming out you know he didn't play. He didn't play a lot of snaps in Georgia. He, he played like 15 snaps a game. He came out on passing downs. Um, now, you know, I think I think what Seth meant, you know, he needs to build up his the NFL is a little tougher than, than college too. I mean, um, he's, he needs to build up his now. Maybe he can play it that way. Maybe he can play it three. What is he like 360? Yeah, he's he's big. We, you can't take plays off in the NFL. If you take plays right. off. You're going to wind up. I don't care if you're a first round draft choice or not. You're going to get shipped out. So uh, well, hopefully he he's plays off. He plays hard when he's out there, but because he's so big, he you know he like there's he, they, they they had to spot him. You know what I'm saying? Like they he well, couldn't. So listen, I I saw a couple draft films that ESPN showed on draft night, and he wasn't giving 100 percent effort. But oh, okay. well, be that good. as it may, 
I mean, this guy is a massive human being, and my point really is when you put him and Fletcher Cox as defensive tackles on that that defensive line with the other additions we're going to talk about, Eagles are going to be a very difficult team to run against, and and hopefully they'll uh, present a pass rush that uh, drives quarterbacks crazy too. No, that yeah. I'm, I, again, I didn't mean to sound like it was a a bad pick. No, it's a, it was a good pick. I, I just when you get the other ones, I'm going to be a little more excited. That's all. Yeah, and and the Eagles actually addressed the linebacker position for the first time in recent memory. Now, Kazir White uh, from the Chargers has come over here, and he this guy's very athletic. I mean, he you know he he runs well. He seems to to, to read the offense as well, and. Uh, to me, that, that that's an upgrade uh, yes. at linebacker. Solid guy, solid player. Um, you know, I don't expect him to go to the Pro Bowl or anything like like that. But he's a good. He's better than what they had. Much better than what they had. Let's put it that way. And like you said, smart, instinctive. Um, knows how to play the game. He's a, he's a consummate pro. Um, just a good, and it didn't cost him a fortune to get him. So it was a good, you know, in terms of cap room and stuff, stuff like that. So um, no, just a good, solid. And you know, add to the team. My favorite addition this offseason is linebacker Hassan Reddick, the Temple graduate who played at Carolina. Mark, I did a couple of Temple games for ESPN, and I remember remarking on on the broadcast that he was one of the most athletic players I've ever seen. At the time at Temple, he was playing it at about two fifteen. And I mentioned on the air that I thought that if he gained twenty or thirty pounds this guy would wreak havoc in the NFL, and he's done it. He has gained a little bit of weight. I'm not exactly sure what he's playing at right now, but Aston Reddick is a freakish athlete that's certainly going to help the Eagles' defense. Yeah, no, that was that was that, that one did cost some some money, but I think it was money well spent. Uh, if, again, they have to use him properly. Um, send him after the quarterback. Got I mean, to. The, the Cardinals when they drafted him, and they drafted him, you know, what top fifteen pick. He was an early first, you know early to mid-first-round pick. And they, they tried, because I guess because of his athleticism, as you mentioned, they wanted him to do this, that, and something else. Cover, got covered tight. No, that's, you're wasting his ability there. Send him after the quarterback. Just turn him loose. Well, I, gr- I now, agree with right? that. But now that goes against Jonathan Gannon's philosophy. He doesn't really like the blitz that much. He sat back and covered two, which was my biggest criticism. Well, maybe he didn't have anybody. Him. Maybe well, he didn't true. have anybody. You know, you you can only you can't put the guy that can't blitz. You know what I'm saying? So now you have a guy that can that that's his thing. You know, go get the quarterback. So later, as we go on, I'm that my biggest concerns are not with any of the players on this team this year. It's the coaching staff. Well, let's let's you got the players <laughs> first, and we're we're going to talk about the coaches. Let's go to a guy who uh, drifted in the draft, but. He's still a very good athlete. He's a little bit small, but small players, you know, can play well. Nicobe Dean of Georgia, he's projected as a backup linebacker and a special teams player. But, I mean, I, I certainly like the pick uh, where the Eagles got him. Yeah, third round. I mean, that's, that's a good pick in the third round. Smart kid. Like you said, he is small. And, I, you know, it's when you're that size, you really have to – in the NFL, you really have to – Overcome a lot, and and again, if he's a if he's a good backup and and he and he excels on special teams, nothing wrong with that. Yep. How about James Bradbury, the New York Giants that's corner? The, Eagles pick him up. That's the one you're excited about, Reddick, and and for, and I am too. But that's the one that I that I think put him over the top. 
Um, they needed a corner. They real, I mean, I was, you know, they're signing this guy and they're drafting this guy, and I'm like, have they looked at their secondary? Like, they, you know, the secondary. And this is a pan, like, let's be honest. You can stop the run all day. That's great. But you, you don't. Like, teams throw the ball now. This is a different NFL. This isn't 1986. This is, this is you know, 2022. You have to be able to defend. You have to be able to throw the ball to win, and you got to stop the other team from throwing the ball to win. Running the ball, I mean, that's that's all well and good. But their secondary, I'm, I'm saying that, you know, yeah, they got Darius Slay, who's, who's a, a very good corner, but teams are just going to not even look at him and just attack that other side all day. And the Giants cut Bradbury. Why? I don't, yeah. I don't get it. Salary cap, yeah. I guess. I mean, I would, yeah. I wouldn't have, I would, I'm, I would have found a different way. Um, and then he was, he was out there for more than a day. Like I thought, oh, he's going to get picked up, you know, the next day by somebody. And he lasted a little bit, a little longer than I thought he would. And then the Eagles, and then when the Eagles signed him, I said, wow, that's the, he's good. Bradbury's a good. I mean, he'd be a number one corner. Not on every team, but on a, on a, a dozen teams, I think. But he's a very good number. If he's your number two corner, that's he's that, that he's a very good number two corner. And now, and he's going to see. Yeah, he's going to get some. He's going to make some plays because I still think, you know, Slay is going to be will garner the most. You know, quarter when 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 offensive coordinators game plan for the Eagles, they're going to tell you, hey, yeah, all right, let's you know let's not throw it Slay too often. Let's but, but let's go after the other guy. Well, the other guy now is pretty good. So, no, I thought that was the pick or the, or the signing that I, that really opened my eyes and said, "Wow, how he's how he's doing his job here." And an, another uh, good pickup defensively is strong safety C.J. Gardner Johnson that they got from New Orleans. Yeah, I'm not as excited. He's okay. Well, he's certainly uh, I mean, better than what they had. I guess. I mean, I, was Anthony Harris that bad? I guess he was. I didn't like any of the Eagles' safeties. Okay. <laughs> so, so I'm going to I'm going to go with the Gardner Johnson. Okay. And let's not forget that Brandon Graham, who tore his Achilles in Week Two of last year, is back and he's going full speed and he looks like he, he's going to be a force again. And you know, having torn an Achilles, I can tell you that's an extremely difficult injury, but it looks like uh, he's fully recovered. Yeah, that's a, that's kind of amazing. I, and you, and you know, I have to give Brandon and. The, the, the trainers and doctors that, that worked with him. Cause I'm the, you know, I never told my killers, but I've covered enough people that, you know, players who did, some never came back, especially at a, when did you tear, tear yours? I told my, I actually tore mine in a uh, men's basketball league after I had retired. Oh, okay. oh you didn't do a playing. Yeah. But I, uh, but I will, I, I will tell you this. I was six months in a hip cast and, uh, prior to that, I was, you know, I would play basketball, go skiing, uh, a lot of things that I just don't do anymore because the thought of doing that again, it's just, it's just too difficult. That's a really, I really mean, bad injury. If, if if Graham was 25 and he did it, I'd say, okay, well, he'll be fine. When that happened, I thought, again, I didn't say it out loud, but, you know, to myself, I was like, this is it for him. He's not, yeah. you know. Because at, that, uh, yeah, thought, at his age, that's a tough injury to come back from when you're in your mid, when you're yeah. in your thirties. Hey, you Lawrence know. Taylor did it. Lawrence Taylor did it late in his career. He came back and and had a, a couple, a couple uh, decent seasons. But so defensively, we we agreed that the Eagles have, have shored up their defense. Sure. Offensively, obviously, the big one is wide receiver AJ Brown from Tennessee. 
this is a guy that is buddies with, with Jalen Hurts, and they get along good. They're, they looked really in sync when I was at practice, um, and uh, I'm excited about A.J. Brown primarily because uh, Devontae Smith is going to benefit. I think Dallas Goddard is going to benefit. Quez Watkins is looking good at practice. So the Eagles now have a dimension of speed at the receiver position that they haven't had in the past. Well, not just speed. Guys, I I mean, you know, they they had guys that could run, but they couldn't catch, you know, so that doesn't help. Yeah, you got to do both. Right. (laughs) To be effective, you got to do both. Now they have a a legitimate – wide receiver core. They have, you know, A.J. Brown's a star. Uh, Smith looks like he's going to be a star. He had a very good rookie year. Uh, Watkins, is a, he's a speedball. He's, he's, your, he's your deep threat. Um, and then hey, they, listen, they got, the, they got the Zach Pascal. Yeah, yeah, he knows I, I, I did his game in, in Old, Dominion, Old Dominion in college. He, he's, a, he's a very good football player. A lot of, a lot of great ball skills. I mean, and, and he knows his role. He's your Third and five, he's going to catch the six-yard pass for the first down. You know, I mean, he's not going to burn you deep. He's not going to do any. He's not going to be on the highlight. He's going to do a lot of the important things that have to get done. You know. Yep. Um, um, Eagles also Old pick Dominion, up in the draft. Old Dominion, they beat Virginia Tech again. I know. How about that? <laughs> yeah, well, well, Old Dominion went, had a couple of lean years, and Bobby Wilder, the coach there, was replaced. But I'll tell you, um, doing games in that environment. Uh, and, and Norfolk, they they always sell out. They're they're very very enthusiastic about football down there. It's good to see that program rebound. I did want to talk about a guy that not many people were talking about until Jason Kelsey had to take some time off in the preseason and rest that injured elbow. And Cam Jurgens, the the rookie center, came in and played extremely well. And he looks like he's going to be the heir apparent when uh, Kelsey decides to hang him up. Yeah, that was a that was their second round pick. Second, right? I am. I have. Second. I'd have to check on that. Yeah, because they went with uh, Davis and uh, and Dean was third. Yeah, that was a you know that was a pick. You know, a smart pick. I got again. I got to give Howie credit. Um, you know, fans sometimes want that immediate. What are they taking the center for? We got Kelsey. Well, Kelsey's every year talks about retiring. So one of these years he is going to. You know, <clears throat> um, and now you have. It's a perfect situation. He learns under Kelsey for a year. Um, and you know, and I'm not saying Kelsey's going to retire this year, but it's going to be soon. Come on, you can't. The guy's not going to play forever and ever and ever. Well, no, not only that, but Kelsey has done such a great job of increasing his brand awareness. He's going to step right into a, a TV analyst job, and whatever, gonna, know, right? Whatever, and, or, or even run for mayor of Philadelphia, which is <laughs> a, a position that's soon going to be open too. He probably would win that. Hey, let's talk about what concerns we have. I have two major concerns. Both are on the offense. The first one is Miles Sanders, again, injured in training camp. The practices I was at, he continues to drop passes. I don't really think uh, he's, you know, you almost at this point have to take him out on passing downs, which kind of reveals the Eagles' hand. Um, He's an okay uh, pass blocker. He's not the greatest. But the injury thing, I mean, year after year, he fumbles the ball, number one. But the injury thing, year after year, is certainly becoming a concern that we can't keep him on the field. No, you're right. And he was, you know, the the rap on him coming out of Penn State was that his hands weren't weren't good. Um, You know, he he wasn't a good receiver. And he he put the ball on the ground sometimes, too, which is even worse. Um, Yeah, that's. 
it's going to be interesting to see what kind of leash he has. I mean, um, they have Boston Scott now. I mean, we're talking about small guys, right? What I said about Dean. Well, I mean, he's a small guy that really has. I don't know over whatever word you want to use overachieve or. Oh, I love whatever. him. I love whenever, him. Whenever, whenever they give him the chance, he no, comes he's, through. No, he right? plays hard. He plays great. He sacrifices his body. You know they have Kenneth Gainwell too, and they just picked up Trey Sermon. So they are four deep at running back as it, the roster stands right now. So yeah, they do yeah, have some Scott other options. Your, I don't think you want Scott to be your twenty-some carry a game. Well, guy. no, he won't. He won't last. No, he's, but he gives he gives eight to ten. Love it. You know, and, and catches the I ball on the backfield. Gainwell can catch the ball. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. I, I think they have some options if, uh, if Sanders falters. Which is fine. Um, That's what most teams do now. So now my other concern is Jalen Hurts. I think if the Eagles are going to make a push uh, to the playoffs and, and, and maybe even the Super Bowl, I, I truly believe this now. I am watching him closely at practice. He has the arm strength. He's okay. got the arm strength to throw it sideline to sideline. He could throw the deep ball. Where he's got to improve is he needs to make better decisions. I mentioned this last year in the podcast. I sat in the end zone and I watched him play against the Giants and in the first half. It was ridiculous. He was panicking, throwing the ball to, you know, not going through his progressions, uh, making uh, rash decisions that you know, turned into incompletions and interceptions and for him to make the step forward that he needs to make as a quarterback, and again, he's playing for a lot of money. If he has a stellar year, he's going to make you know $100, $200 million, which is pretty significant. But he, he has to improve that aspect of his game. If he's going to flourish as a player and the Eagles are going to flourish as a team. Yeah, no, I, I agree with everything that you said. You picked that. That was his – that was his worst game. That, I mean, that maybe I don't, it's, I don't maybe it's that, me. Maybe I'm bad luck. Maybe, maybe <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't think that was the microcosm of his of his season. I mean, that was that was he was terrible that day. He's had some other, you know. See, I, I'm torn on 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 Hertz. I I don't think he's an MVP. I don't think he's Josh Allen, Justin Herbert. I don't think he's in that elite category, and I don't, I don't think he ever will be. But I don't think he's terrible. You know, I don't think he's like you know. I I hear fans, you know, oh, we got to get rid of him. You know, there's a lot of bad quarterbacks. So, you know, be be careful what you wish for. You know, mm-hmm. um, if he, yeah, but you're right. He has to take. I mean, he he, he did get him to the playoffs last year. Exactly. However, however they they did it, he, he did get them there, right. which is pretty good accomplishment for a first year starter and a first year head head coach. Oh. Especially now, when the Eagles started, I believe, two and five to start the season. Yeah. So. Now, but what they did last year was pretty predictable. They they beat a bunch of bad teams, and when they and they didn't beat any good teams. So that's where that's where my concern comes in, and it and it and it's Hurts and Sirianni. I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to lump them as one because I think Hurts's success or failure, a lot of that will depend depends on his coach and what kind of. When they were two and five, I thought it was what Sirianni did to Hurts was was unfair. He tried to make Hurts carry the team. You know, they were throwing the ball forty times a game. Man, remember? And that was I, no, I do wasn't and, ready for that. And here, here's the deal with coaching. I think uh, I, I look for continuity for, with uh, two areas in pro football. Number one is the quarterback, 
I think when you go into a season with an experienced quarterback that has had the help of the team, I think that's vitally important. And I also think coaching continuity is is equally as important. Nick Sirianni, his first time as an NFL head coach, I think there's going to be a learning curve uh, for coaches that have never, you know, had the mantle of that responsibility before. So, you know, Sirianni's got a year under his belt. I think it's going to help him. Um, you know, I, I personally really like the guy. I talked to him at practice. He, he's very engaging. He, you know, he wants the alumni to be involved, which hasn't always been the case with the Eagles coaches in the past. And uh, I, I think, you know, it's going to be important for Sirianni to develop good game plans. And then, you know, I'm more concerned about Jonathan Gannon, but you made a great point. Maybe he didn't blitz last year because he didn't have the personnel. Sitting back in cover two was maddening to me because you're playing great quarterbacks like Tom Brady, and they're just picking you apart uh, week after week. So hopefully uh, Gannon now has the tools where he can be a little more aggressive on defense. Well, that's what I was going to say, both Gannon and Sirianni. And I guess the, the offensive coordinator is taking a bigger role this, this year as well. Um, I'm going to say this, and I don't think I've ever said this before. You can't blame Howie Roseman for anything. If, if the Eagles don't do well this year, it's not you can't you really Howie did all he could. Well, not, not just Howie, but I'll, I'll say the the front office, the scouting department, the, the personnel people. All you know, Howie's in, in the, the top guy, but they did all they could. As, as you went over, they 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 drafted help up front. They 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 signed a pass rusher in Reddick. They signed an excellent corner in Bradbury. They they upgraded linebacker and safety. They made a monster trade to get AJ Brown. Um, you know they the, so all the pieces are there now. You know Sirianni and Gannon now have. If Gannon doesn't blitz now or or, or sticks in a cover two now, well that's now there's no excuse. Last year I gave him the benefit of the doubt that well you know. You, Blitz. Well, who's going to blitz? You just told me the linebackers weren't any good, and the safeties weren't any good. So, if you blitz bad blitzers, all you're doing is making it even easier for the Tom Brady's in the world, right? So, exactly. Um, he, I think he played what the hand he was dealt last year, which was let's just sit back and hope for the best. You know, um, now he can now he can be proactive. Now he can go after. The, so let's. He has the pieces. Same on offense. You know, last year he had a. His best receiver was a rookie, and he was, he was a good rookie, but he was still a rookie. Um, you know, Rager was not Rager, never stepped up like, you know, he was expected to. So he's gone. Um, you know, Watkins was was young. I mean, he did what he did, but, you know, now they have a, a bona fide star, a second-year guy who had a good rookie. Yeah. They have a good tight end in, in Goddard who's getting paid like a, a good tight end. The offensive line is, is very solid. No excuses. There's no excuse for this team not to win a bunch of games and, and make a little run in the playoffs. I mean, I, I have people tell me they, they think the Eagles, Eagles are going to go to the Super Bowl. I'm not quite there. But. Well, I, I do think they have a, a leg up, and we only got a couple minutes, Mark, so we have to wrap it up quickly. But the division, I think, is relatively weak. I think the only two teams that have a chance of winning the division are Philadelphia and Dallas. And I think the Eagles' um, chances took a, a turn for the better because uh, Dallas is so thin at wide receiver now. C.D. Lamb is really the only line. guy you can recognize. And then, of 
course, they had they lost their offensive left tackle, Tyrone Smith, and had to replace him with Jason Peters, who you and I agree probably should have retired a couple of years ago. Amazing, isn't it? It really is amazing that Jason Peters <laughs> comes back again. But we just can't get – he just won't go away. Hey, listen, um, if they're looking for left tackles, I'm the size of a left tackle now. I might think <laughs> about coming back with the money these guys are making. Yeah, right. Um, but No, no, they should win the do. I, I'm very um, – like you said, and here's another stat for you know nobody repeats in the NFC East. Um, the last well, Eagles, the last the ones were the it. and that was back in 2000. In Andy Reid era, four or five, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're going way back. So that if that jinx can, continues, down, throw Dallas out of the mix. I don't think that the Giants are just bad. They're bad, and I think they almost want to be bad. I think they they're in a full re- rebuild. Washington, I don't know. Um, and you, your buddy Carson Wentz is there. They have. There's. I don't. Even, I don't know. They're. They're. They're an interesting team to watch. I don't. But I don't think they win it. I don't think they're good enough to win the division. So, with all that said, I think the Eagles do win the division. And then once you, I guess once you're in the playoffs, anything can happen. I. Gotta, I think gotta punch they're a shit. step or two behind the Rams, and probably Green Bay. Um, then probably Tampa Bay for right. that matter too. I mean, they have to look at that last year's playoff game, right? I mean, they, they were never even in that game. So, um, but again, if they get in the playoffs. I always say, you know, if you go into the playoffs healthy and and and, and hot, you got a heck of a chance. Of, the, the best team doesn't always get to the Super Bowl. You know, we've seen top seeds get knocked out all the time, right? Sure, so, injuries happen. Right. And, and listen, it's going to be an interesting season. You and I will be back every week. Um, last Sunday was the last Sunday without pro football until the beginning of February. So we look forward to this. Well, this week is the Lions. What do you think? Uh, this week is the Lions. And, uh, yeah, as I look at the Eagles' schedule, I think the Lions are going to present a challenge anytime you play a team on the road. I, I haven't watched the Hard Knocks uh, thing, but I understand oh, it's, good. it's pretty pretty interesting. So I'm going to catch up on that. And then they have Minnesota the, the week after, uh, who uh, his defense is still a little bit down. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what kind of challenge they present. But, Mark, we are out of time. We'll come back next week. I want to thank everybody for uh, being with us. And uh, we will have an edition of the Bird Praise with Ken and Mark, hopefully talking about an Eagles win next week. For Mark Beckel, this is Ken Dunnick. Have a good day, everybody.